Let's take our seats. I want to welcome you to his presence. Just look around and make sure you have a very good neighbor. If you are not comfortable with the person next to you, you want to relocate. You have nowhere to go. That is your brother. See that person next to you, you stuck with them. Until God is done with what he is doing in your life and in their life. And you join them to praise him when they are coming for their testimony. Hallelujah. Can you give that person a smile? <laughs> Tell that person, I will praise God with you. Very, very soon. Hallelujah. Today we are talking about the chain breaker. And that is your God. What is the topic again? The chain breaker. Say it with me. Uh, we are reading in the book of Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 8. For in that day, says the Lord of heaven's army, I will break the yoke from their neck and snap their chains. Foreigners will no longer be their masters. Do you think that is for you? If that is for you, I want you to rise up and shout hallelujah. <laughs> Can we read it together as you are standing? Let's go. For in that day, says the Lord of heaven's army, I will break the yoke from their necks and snap their chains. Foreigners will no longer be their master. Hallelujah. Amen. Take a seat like a victor. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. I want you to be here with me. Don't go anywhere. Don't go to ShopRite. Don't go to Macy's. Don't go to anywhere. Don't go home and start preparing lunch. No. You've got to be here. The chain breaker is here to set us free totally so that we can live the life that he has destined for us to live. But you must be cooperating with him by being here. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Everybody shout freedom. 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 Yeah. Paul declares here that the Lord is the Holy Spirit. We're talking of the Spirit of God, the God, the Father, God, the Son, and the God, the Holy Spirit. They are one. Hallelujah. From the previous verses, you can see, if you go and read it very well, Paul had mentioned that the one and only way by which the veil, because there is a veil of separation, right, brethren? The veil of separation, the only way that the veil of separation, that is the chain, the chain between human understanding and God's glory can be removed is when, there, when a person turns to the Lord by trusting in Christ's death in the place for their forgiveness of their sin. The moment you come to the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ and you believe in the death, the work that Jesus did on the cross, brethren, the veil is removed. When Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, what happened? What happened? Sin is what holds the veil in place, but thank God, praise the Lord, hallelujah, forgiveness of sin is what removes the veil. There is forgiveness in Christ Jesus. <laughs> that is what removed the veil. Amen. 
the power to remove the veil and to open human minds to God's glory comes through the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, after you had given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, because he doesn't leave you empty, he equips you, fill you with his spirit. And we read it in that Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, that for the Lord is the spirit, for the Lord is the spirit, for the Lord is the spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. The Lord is the chain breaker. It doesn't matter how long the chain has been there. It doesn't matter what power they use, how thick, how heavy, how strong the chain is. When the chain breaker shows up, it's even, it's, it's even able to tear it. Through the faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, the veil is removed and God's glory is revealed. God has plans for our lives, for keeping us here. You are not here accidental. You are here for a reason. But the devil has plans as well. He specializes in making a journey of one year to become ten. So that the fulfillment of your destiny, which has been planned and been ordained by the Lord, can be aborted or not come into fulfillment. But he is a liar. Are you with me? It is what? The freedom from spiritual blindness or hardened mind is the difference between life and death. People that cannot see, but they are alive, they are dead. They don't know what's going on. They don't even know the purpose of plan for, of God for their life. They just sleep, wake up, go to work, sleep, wake up, go to work, a routine life. But as believers, our eyes of understanding is open. You know your purpose. You know your purpose. The reason I live. Is to worship you. The reason you live is for his glory. Not as a signpost. No, you are a carrier of his glory. You are a carrier of his presence. You are the example of what God can do. When people see you, they should see God. When they see what God is doing in your home, they should understand that this is the God that they must have. John chapter 8 verse 36 in Amplified Scripture, a version of the Scripture. John 8 36, the Bible says, and let's read it together, read it with me. So if the Son makes you free, then you are unquestionably free. Who can question why you are free when God of heaven and earth freed you? <laughs> Who can say that you don't have the qualification when the Lord of hosts sets you free? Who can say that you are not competent enough, you are not eloquent enough, when the Lord said, I've chosen you? He is the one that has the final say. The Bible says, then you are unquestionably free. That is, it doesn't matter what anybody says anymore. What God said is the final When we look into the Greek translation, the Greek language for the meaning of the word free, it means to liberate or to exempt from liability. That means this verse can be otherwise be read as if the sun liberates you from liability, then you will really be liberated from liability. Do you know the meaning of liability? <laughs> it 
It is a burden. When the Lord freed you from burdens, then you are free from burdens. When he sets you free, then you are free indeed. Devil is busy binding people today. If there is no enslavement, if there is no bondage, then there is no need for freedom. But hallelujah, thank God for Jesus. We have been set free because we have to live that fulfilled life. Say amen. amen. In the English dictionary, freedom is defined as the power or right to act. The power or the right to do what? To act, to speak, or to think without hindrance or restraint. Look at yourself and look at your environment. You have rights. You have power to act, to speak, or to think without any restraint. That is the purpose of God for us and for coming to save us. So if you see yourself being hindered in some capacity of your life today, it means there is a bondage and the chain breaker has come to what? To set you free. So that you will be able to be free to act, to think, and to do all that he had put in your heart. Hallelujah. When we consider the verse we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, there are two things I want to bring out from there. First, there are things that Christ has freed you from, and there are things that Christ has freed you into. And we will take a look into the two today. He has freed you from some things, and he has freed you into some things. You are not just being free and just be there. You have been free so that you can take a walk yes. and progress and achieve and accomplish and break through and subdue and replenish and dominate. That is the purpose of God. You are not just being set free and just to shout, I've been free. No, after you have been free from the bondage, you have been free into liberty to be able to, to expand your capacity, to be able to be fulfilled in the life that he has called you to. I want you to begin to think as you're sitting down right now, things in your life that you know that is restraining you, things that you know that you aspire. It is a vision, the, 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 the plan of God for you, but you cannot get there because there is a barrier, because there is a liability, because there is an hindrance, because there is a restraint, because the chain breaker is telling you today that I have come to set you free and you will be free unquestionably. Amen. Amen. Let's consider this. What has Christ, the Son of God, freed you from? Number one, he, you have been free from the bondage. Everybody say bondage. Bondage, that is your captivity. Bondage. Bondage is something that, that puts some, somebody in, in a tight position that they, they are not able to. They are not able to. You know, when we were growing, when we were growing, my father used to have like rabbits, right, in the house. And we have a cage for them. We always feed them and give them water, give them food. You know, they will run around in the cage. They can't come out. They are in the cage. A lot of lives are in the cage. They can see, but they cannot get there. There is a bondage. But thank God for Jesus, he came and you accept him, you accept him, you are out of the cage. You have been set free to live a fulfilled life. Bondage is not the will of God for you. Are you here? Yes. The definition, the very definition of a captive is one who is confined one who is confined. Sin is terrible. 
It looks sweet, but it's dangerous. Is it not sweet? Ah, uh-uh. look at me. Is sin not sweet? Yeah. Sin is sweet. Don't be spiritual here. Let us be real. When you take somebody's stuff that is not yours and you begin to enjoy it, are you, is, is, is that not sweet? <laughs> you didn't work for it. It's not yours. And you got it. It's sweet. But wait a minute. It's a captivity. The devil will say, just drink. Just drink. No, no, only one time. Only one time. Let me tell you, you cannot do one time and stop. The moment you allow the one time, <laughs> you have a master. Romans chapter 7, verse 15. A New Living Translation. I don't really understand myself. For I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, what do I do? I do what I hate. How many times, brethren, that you had felt like this? That I don't really like to do this thing, eh? Oni, can you help me? Oni, can you not help you? You know that it is wrong, but that is what you found yourself doing. There is a bondage. It has to be broken by the power of the Holy Spirit, by faith, through faith in Christ Jesus. You don't even know, need to know how it will happen. All you need to know is believe him. I don't really understand myself because you have no answer. For what I want to do is, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. The power to do good is not in you, brethren. But when the bondage is broken, when the chain is destroyed, you have the power of Christ to be able to do. And that the scripture says, I can do all things through your power. Through Christ who infuses strength in me. Romans chapter 7 verse 25. Thank God. Everybody say thank God. Thank God the answer is in Christ Jesus. Did you see why? Thank God the answer is in Christ Jesus. So you see how it is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. Because you are a slave, that is why you couldn't do what is right. You know it, but you cannot do it. But thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Go to verse 6 of that chapter 7 of the book of Romans. But now we have been released from the law. For we die to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God. Now you can do what is right. Now we can serve God not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law. But in the new way of living by what? In the spirit. In the spirit. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you, you are free. That is what matters. So who lives in you? Who lives in you? Do you have him to be free indeed? Number two. Beside the bondage, we are free. Jesus has come to set us free from the penalty of sin. Not only from the bondage, even from the penalty of sin. Romans chapter 6 verse 23. Romans 6 23 in Amplified Living Version of the Bible. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is, is remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is eternal life in Christ Jesus. 
The moment you have been free from the bondage of sin, you have been free from the penalty of sin. There is no consequence anymore. You old things have passed away. Your sins have been washed away by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And it will not remember your past anymore. Brethren, the penalty of sin is over. It's broken. Once you accept your freedom, your liberty in the Lord Jesus Christ, don't allow the devil to come back to you with your past. All things have passed away. If you allow the devil to bring your past to you, you will remain bounded. You will remain in the captivity. You will not be bold and free enough to move on your journey with the Lord. Let me tell you, we all had an eternal death sentence. If not for Christ. When Jesus came, the death sentence was taken away and was replaced by what? Eternal life. Eternal life is what you cherish. Eternal life is what you go for. Eternal life is what you put as your priority. When Jesus sets you free, it takes away your death sentence. Hallelujah. He removed the penalty of sin. Hallelujah. That we deserve. He shifts your eternal destination and gave you eternal life. Isn't that awesome? I sing because I'm happy. That is when you can now sing. I sing because I'm free. For his high is on the sparrow. Hey, and I know he watches. Me. Now you can sing. Now you can enjoy your liberty. Penalty of sin is over. That sentence has been ripped off. Do you know what it means for someone to deserve to be sentenced to death? And now for the judge, the greatest judge, to say no, set him free. He's been free. Let him go home with his family. Now you are with your family, brethren. No more sent death sentence over you. You have been made free. You have been given eternal life instead of eternal destruction. Not only that, number three, you have been free from the guilt and shame of sin. Guilt is terrible. Shame is bad. These are the things that can capture people and is capturing people from living a fulfilled life today. Someone that is that is being tortured, tormented, captured by by guilt and by shame, they can hide themselves. They can keep themselves aloof. They, they will not have the drive to, to move freely. Don't you see what shame and guilt is doing in the life of so many people today? Even when they are not being, cruci not being arrested, they are crucifying themselves already. We must come out of shame. We must come out of guilt. It is no longer there anymore because the power of the blood of Jesus Christ has come to wipe our shame and our guilt away. Stop allowing guilt in your heart. Come out of the guilt. Break the chain today because you have the power. God has planned for you to get up and shine. But see what guilt and shame is doing. Things you have done and it's bringing it back. And then you feel bad. You keep saying you wish you didn't do it. You need to get up and move on, brethren. It is over. Say it is over. It is over. The chain breaker breaks the yoke and then no more shame and guilt.
It is true that we have things that we are ashamed of. Things that we wish we didn't do them. But we did. Things that we wish we'd never do it again. But okay. Where's your liberty? It set you free. These are bondage that the enemy is using today to keep believers on the spot, not making progress, not moving on, not achieving, not living a fulfilled life. Satan is using this weapon today. When someone allows guilt and shame, they feel unworthy. They won't come out. They won't do what God wants them to do. And that thing is pulling them back. They feel inferior. They feel they're not worthy. They feel they cannot talk. They cannot speak. They cannot stand. If the sun sets you free, you are unquestionably free. If the sun has set you free, you are unquestionably free. That is the good news. Listen, there is forgiveness in Christ Jesus, right? Forgiveness is not only about dealing with the sin. It also deals with the shame. When it forgives you, your shame is over. When it forgives you, you are free indeed. If you are forgiven... You are forgiven completely and totally. So shame, guilt, all of it is over. John chapter 8, verse 36, I keep reading it. And I keep telling you, brethren, you should always read this. You should always read it. And know that this is what God is saying about you. That if the Son makes you free, then you are, what? So let's go very quickly. This time is going so fast. Let's go very quickly to what Christ has freed you, freed you into. We've talked about three things that he freed us from. The bondage, the penalty, and shame and guilt. Now, don't stay there. You have things to do. What have you been freed to? Everybody say the freedom to live. Say it with me again. Freedom to live. That is your capacity. It is time for you after you've been delivered, after you've been set free to expand, to increase your capacity. Yes. Your capacity needs to be increased. You are here to live. I'm not talking of to wake up to sleep, to wake up to sleep. No, 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 no. You, mu you must live because the life of Christ is in you. That is, you must achieve. You must accomplish. You must see yourself expanding. Occupying till it comes. You are not just being set free to just be there. And just continue to present yourself as an object of sympathy. No, you are not. You are a carrier of his presence. You are, you are his army. Yes. Stop feeling bad for yourself. Thinking, man, oh, how I wish. For how long? That is devil. Get up. Look at yourself. In the morning, and ask him, Daddy, what do you want me to do today? <laughs> Where do you want me to go today? Who do you want me to meet today? What is the plan of God for your life? Daily, you must be conversing with him. You need to understand his plan for your life. That is what makes you to live. When you are being fulfilled, when you are doing his will, when you are working in his program, when you are in line, you are on the track, you are living as a believer. You are not dead while alive. Amen? Amen. One of the reasons is to 
it is so important to understand that you are free from bondage, from penalty of sin, and also from shame. But it is very, very important that we must associate the reason for our freedom to the purpose and the importance of increasing our capacity through Jesus Christ. Now you have the ability to love. You have the ability to experience peace. You have the ability to enjoy life. Your life is not to be endured, but to enjoy it. Once you are on track, you must enjoy the life that you have. You will look at yourself. You will see what God is doing in you. You will turn around in your room. You will dance. You will move around. You will praise God. You will be like, wow, this is me. This is me. This is me. I can call God in my room, in my bathroom, and he shows up. Me, I can be in my car and just have joy. Even though you don't have six figures, but you have this comfort, but you have this joy in you, you are living a satisfying life. Keep on expanding your capacity, brethren. This is the liberty that you have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't let nothing cage you. Don't let nothing make you inferior. Get up. Wipe your face. Move on. You are an army. You can do it through the power of the Holy Ghost in you. Even God will be proud of you and say, that is my child. He knows his worth. He doesn't want you to just sit down there. God, did you see what they said to me again? What? How, how come you have time to hear what they say about you? When you are busy, busy. When you have one million and one things that God has shown you of what he wants you to do, you can pay attention to what they're saying about you. If they don't say things about you, then you are not affecting the world. Listen, brethren, by the time they are gathering and talking about you, it means you are important. It means your life matters. Listen, who wants to talk about somebody that is minor? Somebody that is not recognized? Somebody that is unknown? You must be known here on earth. The devil and his kingdom must know you as well. Because you know how the devil knows you? By the time you stand in the name of Jesus, heaven moves. <laughs> the kingdom of the devil knows Devil will speak to his agent and said, He is praying. He is praying now. We gotta hurry up. He knows you, he knows your worth. Let them talk about you. Matter of fact, when they talk about you, come and do Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief purpose is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But my purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. Rich and satisfying life. Rich and satisfying life. Yes, devil cannot steal from you. Devil cannot kill you. Devil cannot destroy you. You have the life of Christ. It is to enjoy it. It is a rich life. It is a satisfying life. You know what? They will be asking you, why are you keep looking good? <laughs> I like that. Why do you keep looking good? You know why? Because you mind your business, because you stay focused, because you have a rich and satisfying life. Why won't you look good? When you pay attention to what matters, you don't give yourself to the distraction that the enemy is using today to put stress in people's life. After paying attention to his life, then people cannot sleep. They cannot rest. They have money in the bank. All they do at night is to calculate and calculate and calculate and calculate. They, by the time they finish calculating, it is morning. They have to get up. <laughs> they have to get up. But he said he gives his beloved sound sleep. By the time you sleep and you wake up, you look so refreshed, you come out again and they say, wow, you're looking good in that blue. 
They don't even need to know how much you bought it from. Because anything you put on will stand out. You know why? His glory comes upon you. It's not about the material things. It's about he that lives in you. When you live for Christ, it means you have a deeper relationship. He wants us to have deep relationship with him. When our heart is being renewed, I'm telling you, brethren, you will focus on things that matters. You enjoy the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You pay less attention to noise out there. No matter what people do, doesn't move you anymore. You are being controlled by the love of Christ. Your focus is different. You don't listen to noise. You listen to his voice. You don't go by what they said, you go by what he said. That is why your case is different. What makes your case to be different is not because of your name or because you are a member or fountain of the Living Word Church. Who do you listen to? Who is in you? When you, are so, when you so cherish a relationship with him, I'm telling you, you will enjoy. Do you know that thing we share? Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Many of us, we just recite it. We don't even know the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Oh, when you are in deep relationship with him and you're enjoying the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, you don't have time to pay attention to your, your spouse step on you. Your spouse didn't put sugar in your tea. Your, <laughs> all oh Lord, have mercy. Really? Seriously? By the time you take the tea, you don't even pay attention that there is no enough sugar. You're drinking it like, oh, man, man, man. Praise God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you are so good. You are so awesome. You make things beautiful at their own time. You are flourishing. All this year, you think that the devil is using to take our attention and then you will be sweating. Your blood pressure goes up on what? Because there is no food? If there is no food, go and buy. Yeah. Make plans for it. Don't let that thing take your attention that you will not be paying attention. See, see again. There's no food. There's no money. Okay, okay, okay. Everybody will do their home. Do your home. I do my... Really? Really? And you have deep relationship and you cherish the relationship and those things matters to you. But it didn't help me. She didn't help me. She didn't carry this. I carry this alone. Hey, wow. Oh, oh, you said wow. <laughs> Praise God. Are you here? Freedom to live. That is freedom to go deeper in relationship with him. Don't be satisfied with where you are. Go deeper. Take effort. Take effort. Take effort. I want to know you more. I want to serve you more. I want to understand you. Why do you just come to church? You just go. You don't know anything. You don't do anything. You don't, you've been in this church. You don't even know anybody's name. All you do is come and go. Come and go. Come and go. Really? Make impact. Tell yourself. Tell your neighbor. He's talking to you. Yeah. Make impact. Make impact. Make impact. Make impact. Hallelujah. Number two, freedom to serve. You have been saved to do something for the Lord. <laughs> Your activity. You have been saved to do what? Something for the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians. Is it because time was changed today? This thing is going so quick. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 in TPT version of the scripture, right? We have become his poetry, a recreated people. Did you see? <laughs> recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. You have been recreated to fulfill the destiny he has given you. You have destiny, brethren. You have destiny, brethren. You are not empty. You are not idle. You are not ordinary. You have destiny. You carry his plans. That is why you have been set free to do something. There is something he spared you for. There is reason why he kept you. To do something. 
You have a destiny. That's why you were recreated. You were recreated because you were set free. The chain was broken. Let's go. And we'll probably close with this because of the way this thing is working. Let's act of apostle, act of apostle chapter 16, right? Chapter 16. You all know the story of Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas. There is a reason. On Paul's second missionary journey, right? He was moving around, going, talking, preaching, and all that. There's this spirit that was following Paul, following them. You know what that spirit was saying? Verse 17, sorry. Go, go to verse 17. Then we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Verse 17 of that chapter 16 of the book of Acts of Apostles. I didn't give them that before. But I just want us to go back. There is a sentence right there. She kept following us, shouting, this man, a servant of the great high God. And they are telling us how, what? To be saved. That's not the spirit of God. I talked, I talked to us one time ago about counterfeit, right? Counterfeit, counterfeit. Be careful. Yes. Be careful of counterfeit. Thank God for the spirit of God. Paul knew this right away. But what the spirit was saying is true. The purpose of Paul on that journey was to reveal to people how to be saved. When Paul rebuked that spirit, they got into trouble. They put them into, go to verse 25. They put Paul and Silas in the prison. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. <laughs> Don't pay attention to distraction. Focus on his purpose for you. Then you see the chain breaker showing up in your life. Paul and Silas, despite they put them in the jail, number one, number two, they put them in the inner jail. And they bind them feet, their hands, everything was with chain. It doesn't matter what the enemy thinks he's doing in your life. And it is not over yet until the chain breaker said, I cannot do this. But the Bible says with God, all things are possible. As they were praising God in the midnight, I'm telling you, you have a purpose in life. Your purpose is not just to to wake up and make money and sleep, wake up, make, no, no, don't live that life. Go beyond that. You are called to serve. You are called to serve. There is a reason why. As they were praying and singing hymns and the other prisoners were listening, verse 26, suddenly, everybody says suddenly. It takes the chain breaker to show up in your life suddenly in a twinkling of an eye and to change a story of 10 years, brethren. It doesn't take him too long. It doesn't take him any effort. It's just for him to show off the appearance of the chain breaker in your situation, in your home, in the life of your spouse or your children. He can turn things around in a second. He suddenly, 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 because the chain breaker showed up, there was a massive earthquake massive he cannot just show up and situation will remain the same this is the God of heaven and earth when he shows up the foundation knows it when he shows up the whole earth hears it the Lord reigneth let the earth tremble he reigneth let the earth tremble the Lord reigneth let the earth tremble he reigneth let the he shows up. The moment he shows up, there was a massive earthquake. And the prison was shaking to its foundation. To its foundation that is the origin of the captivity. The origin of your situation will experience the power of the chain breaker when it shows up. It's not just going to do the top. It goes and heal you from the core. Start from the foundation. That is God. Expert in warrior. 
That is his name. Mighty in battle. That is his name. He doesn't fail a battle. When he fights a battle, it will never come up again. It is done till permanently. The prison was shaken to its foundation. Don't, 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 wait, 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 wait. All the doors <laughs> immediately do what? Flee open, lift up your heads, O ye gate, and be ye lifted, ye everlasting door. Let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? The Bible says the Lord that is strong in Matthew, the Lord that is mighty, is a warrior. Lift up your heads, O ye gate. I'm speaking right now to every chain in our homes, every chain in our family, whether it is a generational cross, lift up your heads, O ye gate. Lift up your head, ye everlasting door. Let the king of glory come in. Who is this king of glory? Who is this king of glory? Who is this king of glory? My Bible says the Lord that is mighty in battle. The moment the Lord shows up in the prison, the door said, I know your name. The moment he showed up in the prison, the, the, oh, rise up on your feet. The moment he shows up in the prison, their prison, their chains fell off. Whatever is binding you today, that is not making you to live a fulfilled life. I want you to see the king of glory coming into your situation. I want you to see the king of glory coming into your home. I want you to see the king of glory coming into that situation right now. Listen to this. All the doors immediately flew open. And the chain, and the chains, 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 brethren, of every prisoner fell off. Shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't forget the purpose of Paul was to save. So remain standing. Let him do the operation he's doing right now. Whether it is a chain of diabetes, whether it is a chain of high blood pressure, whether it is a chain of barrenness, whether it is a chain of failure, you never succeed in anything. You always aspire and you go back to square one. The chain is off today because you must go. He told Pharaoh, let my people go so they can serve me. The purpose of Paul was to preach for the people to be saved. The next verse. The next verse 27. You will understand it right now. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. Who opened the door? Did Paul have the key? No, the key of David. You remember the key of David? You have the key of David. When you bound in heaven, it is bound. I mean, when you bound on earth, it is bound in heaven. When you say yes on earth, it is yes in heaven as well. The, <laughs> the jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword. He wanted to kill himself. Listen to what Paul said. Listen to what Paul said. But Paul shouted to him, stop. Don't kill yourself. We are all here. You are not running away when your miracle comes. You have no reason to run away. You will stand boldly to declare the glory of the Lord. They will see you that your life has turned around. He said, no, no, I'm still here. I am still here. I am still here. Listen, don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself for we are all here. Verse 29, the jailer called for light and ran to the dungeon and fell down. <laughs> whoever, whatever captured you will fall down. Whatever, whoever captured you will bow down. To the lordship of the Lord in your life. He bowed down and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And what did he say? What did he say? Verse 30. Then he brought them out and asked, See the purpose in verse 17. Sir, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? This was the reason he was put to jail. Now, the reason followed him. You will be fulfilled. You will be fulfilled. I want you to begin to declare every change right now. 
every chains every chains that is capturing you from living a fulfilled life today it is over it is over I'm no longer a slave to fear choir sing that song with me please hallelujah as they're singing this song I want you to declare it with confidence I'm no longer release yourself under the power of the almighty God you are a child of God you are a son of Abraham you are a daughter of Abraham receive your freedom in the name of Jesus receive your freedom in the name of Jesus the power to lead the power to serve oh thank you Jesus you are a child of God receive your freedom oh thank you Jesus no more barrenness in the name of Jesus no more miscarriage in the name of Jesus the chain of miscarriage is over the chain of diabetes is over the chain of high blood pressure is over you are no more a slave to sickness in the name of Jesus oh sing the song with boldness have no longer have no longer have no longer there should be peace in your home in the name of Jesus I can feel through thank you Jesus hallelujah no more fear brethren He's still doing what he's doing. He is right there with you. The chain breaker. The chain breaker. The chain breaker. He is standing right. I want you to stay in tune with him right now. Message in the book, in the version of the message, Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Christ has set you free to live a free life. So take your stand. You see the song you just sang? It make you stand so that you can say you are a child of God. You cannot boldly say you are a child of God when you are in bondage. But when you are living a free life, a fulfilled life, you will be boldly to say, see what the Lord has done in me. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put harmless or slavery on you. I want to challenge you today as you are going under today's service. You begin to live a free life. You begin to live a free life. Let nothing, let no power, let no man, let no addiction, let no whatever put you back into slavery. Enjoy your freedom. I want you to thank him for your freedom right now, brethren. Thank God for your freedom. Thank God for your freedom. Chains are broken. Chains are broken. Chains are broken. Chains are broken. You are taking this liberty afresh as you go today. And you will partake in the Holy Communion right now for God to seal it up for you. Jesus.